0: It's Best If You Don't Reach Out. The unexceptional late-30s mail against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudont.com. Part 2. What even is this book? Simply put, This book is the therapy journal of an unexceptional late 30s male who was impacted by COVID-19, even though he never caught COVID, yet. Impacted by genital herpes, even though he isn't infected by genital herpes, yet. And impacted by $18 an hour employment, even though he doesn't want to work $18 an hour employment, like ever. Ew. Ew. As this is a therapy journal, you should recognize the effort as such. I'll try to keep typos to a minimum, but some are going to make it to publication. I also have a problem with maloprisms, so yeah, just have fun with those when you find them. What's a maloprism? A maloprism is a word mistaken for a similar looking or sounding word, so spell check won't help. Effect, effect. Elude, elude. Compliment, compliment. Angle, Angel. This warning is here because of the criticism the first love of my life heaped upon my other book. Hey, you. But we're friends now, so it's cool. In her defense, the other book wasn't kind to her. And in one of my futile attempts to win her back, she threw in my face, Jason, you wrote an entire book about why you don't want to be with me. The other book was also a therapy journal. Every so many years, I get depressed enough to either kill myself or start therapy journaling. Regrettably, the first time I felt compelled to move my ruminating thoughts from my tortured mind to the page, I published the book under my real name. I was just out of college, but working at a big box retailer because, lo and behold, college doesn't really guarantee the opportunities we were promised growing up. My degrees are in journalism and history, and since my class projects had me reporting from the southern border, I was naturally able to start a career in social work. While social work doesn't pay a living wage, at least for a while I felt more fulfilled than I did stocking shelves. Unfortunately, that book loomed over me as a search result if anybody carried my name. I had written cringy stories about being lonely, difficulties fitting in through high school and college, and tried to thread my coming-of-age journey through the theme of growing up in the first generation with home internet access. Sounds fine, but I whined like an incel, and, when talking about exploring the early chat rooms, even defined my goal as searching for slutty bitches. Are you kidding me, past self? Why would you write that? And, having written that, why would you leave your name on top? For the record, I am the only slutty bitch I know. I am promiscuous and, while I try to be kind, my depression and anxiety sometimes impair me from fully showing up for the people counting on me. I hold women in high regard and am firmly on the side of female FemaledatingStrategy.com. I matured slower than what is ideal and carried my teenage boy mentality into those early adult years. So that was book one. Book two also doesn't stand up to scrutiny, but at least I had the good sense to use the pseudonym I am using for this book. After receiving zero attention from the opposite sex in high school and college, I was suddenly bombarded with flirtations while working in a female-dominated field. Social work, if you forgot. And detrimental to my mental health, I eagerly engaged with the attention. The catalyst for this round of therapy journaling was the first love of my life telling me she got off the merry-go-round and was dating somebody else. Until then, I thought we would be on again and off again until we righted our relationship for good. That was my first crushing heartbreak and my choice was either kill myself or write about it. Luckily, that book didn't loom over me as a search result if anybody carried my name. I had written cringy stories about getting hella laid, difficulties fitting into relationships, and tried to thread my sexual experiences through the theme of online dating before we had the apps, back when you still needed a computer and a completely filled out profile. Sounds fine, but I had an older male coworker. just two of us in an office of 20 women, egging me into taking more dates just so I'd have fresh stories. I think I wrote my mini-series extra salaciously just for him. When I pick up the book today, I am mostly ashamed of myself, but also grateful that I have a record of memories I might otherwise forget. So that was book two. Book three honestly isn't so bad and is the only time killing myself wasn't in the equation. I was a supervisor for a semi-independent placement for older boys in foster care, and we had a habit of always putting together discharge binders with the same resources. Eventually, I asked the other supervisors of similar programs to send me all the tips and contacts they were providing in their efforts to transition young adults from congregate care to functional adulthood, and I compiled everything in a total life skills book. I sorted out topics, provided the links, addresses, and phone numbers, and then wrote summaries for each step in transitioning to adulthood. For example, employment was made up of chapters on job searching, resumes, networking, interviewing, boasting about soft skills if work history is lacking, remember, my audience is teens, maintaining employment, building motivation, and how to quit a job. I even covered those annoying aptitude tests a lot of the online applications require where you have to choose between nonsense like, which sounds more like you? Do you believe in giving the greatest customer service of your life? Or do you believe in living as the human expression of the brand you represent? This book was a real banger, but none of the youth in my program wanted to read it. So that was book three. Here we are at book four. Why am I therapy journaling again? To stave off those pesky suicidal ideations one more time. I am heartbroken beyond belief, but this time I did everything right and still lost. This time I wasn't an entitled incel like I was in book one. I wasn't a womanizer like I was in book two. I wasn't without the life skills for success thanks to book three, but I still hit rock bottom. I'm going to write cringy stories about being lonely, difficulties incumbent to the unexceptional late 30s male experience, and try to thread my first year teaching high school through the greater theme of the COVID pandemic. And I also want to preserve a little bit of love that was lost. Getting the words completely right isn't the point of this book. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s mail against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, Don’t.com.